Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, everyone. Just me at the top of the show. For a quick little note to say, if you like the podcast, you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A for a whole bunch of bonus stuff. So uh, for a certain amount of money a month, $10 a month, you can get a free bonus episode once a month. For any money at all, you get free writing. Every single Friday, I put up new writing. I'm enjoying doing it. So go and have a look at that. And also, if you do more than $10, you can get uh, free tickets to live shows that are going to be happening all around Melbourne during the Comedy Festival and also up in Brisbane if you are yep, up there. And no doubt, once the year gets going and I and I find out what I'm doing in the second half of the year, I'll do some shows elsewhere as well. Hey, that's all from me. This episode was recorded uh, in a different room than I'm normally in. Uh, so if the sound doesn't sound like it normally sounds, uh, that's why. I think it just sounds a little bit more reverby. It's actually, I quite like it. It was nice. Anyway, enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to do. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, I discovered that I'm included in the Yarra Valley Grammar Notable Alumni List. Oh. I, I never went to Yarra Grammar. That's in, oh. that's in Victoria. <laughs> yeah, Yarra Valley is near where I grew up. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm from Tasmania, and it's Josh Earl Comedian. I'm on That's Melbourne University. You're on the Melbourne Uni oh, one? No, and I didn't go to Melbourne. I went to Melbourne oh. State College. You went to the, like me, Did, same here. And then someone pretended to be me so they could use the gym and get cheap food <laughs> at the canteen. Is that true? It's true. And then <laughs> a Melbourne University got in contact with me and said, this is happening. I'm going, oh, okay, do I sell this to the new idea? Do I get a story out of this? Or they just said, we're just telling them not to do it anymore. I said, just tell them not to do it anymore. Well, someone <laughs> pretended to be me on Facebook for a while. I don't know. They could have been anyone, but they chose me. That was good because it was always them saying, hey, I've just had lunch yes. with Husey. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was like. <laughs> Yeah, going to the movies with Hamish and Andy. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> going to the movies with... I don't even really know them. All right, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who shares his name with the University of Texas head rowing coach. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Dave O'Neill. Yes. Yes, I've seen his videos. He's got videos. Yeah. Online, yeah. A- an actual person. There you go. Yeah. Our next guest is a comedian and actor who shares his name with a principal at Northfield Community Middle School in America who on the website My Teachers or Rate My Teachers 
He's sitting on 4.37 out of 5. That's good. Can you please welcome it's Glenn Robbins? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get stuff from for him all the time. Another one? Yeah. It's just it's fascinating. Do you? I'm all, I'm also a um uh, in a submarine for the US um, Navy. Ah. You're in a submarine. Yeah. That's a good one. You are a submarine. I am a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest is an actor and comedian. Although according to Wikipedia, he quit all that in April 2011 to become a tram driver. Can you please welcome Eight years of tram driving is Dave Lawson. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah it's, You've uh, done tram driving? No. I, I don't know how that ended. I've not touched the Wikipedia page, but someone keeps fiddling with it. A couple of my school that were models are now tram drivers. Ah. Yeah, they, they were models. Uh, it's not, I, I, mean, I don't want to say it's not that hard because it might be really difficult, but... I don't think it's that hard. It's just no. st- st- go and stop. Yeah, yeah you don't much, have to worry it? about steering. Don't even have to steer. Yeah. Oh, ding, ding. Yeah, well, that's true. And you've got to put some sand down on the tracks every now and then. And waiting until someone's just about to sit down and that's when you yeah. take off. Yeah, he said it's great because you get out of the cabin and you abuse drivers that have cut them off. He says it's a great release when you, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, ding, fi- ding. and finally, he's a writer, a broadcaster, and now, as of two nights ago, a stand-up comedian. Can you please welcome back to the what? podcast? It's Jess McGuire. Yeah. You can stand up. Yeah, I had a crack at it. Well, she opened Josh, open for a pretty big name. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> she didn't. I didn't tell anyone. And then Josh announced it on Twitter, and then Will Anderson retweeted it. And I went, well, that's half a million people yeah, that just saw it. Do it for a year, and then. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you just did it for I'm a bit of fun. She was great, I, though. I've got this like 30 something year old woman policy this year, which is saying yes to anything that comes along. Don't like, don't yeah. yeah. say yes to anything. <laughs> yes, okay, I won't say yes to anything I agree with what you said yeah. Yeah. Um, Josh asked me to do it and I thought I'd just get up And, and how was and it? Crack. She was great oh, I saw you, you're a natural uh, Maybe, maybe But I always like. I always found that when people said like, Are you a stand-up? It was a really good time for me to check myself Because I was obviously being really emotionally needy And yeah. like desperate yeah. for attention yeah. Like roll it back, Maguire But now, yeah. who knows So. Alright, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media Well, I've trawled through all your Facebook and Twitter updates I'm going to read one out, and you buzz in if you t- if you think you know who wrote that tweet. You can't buzz in for your own. Now, now, Glenn, you're not on Twitter or any social media that I could find, no. but there is someone tweeting Russell Coit quotes. Okay, it's hard to say Russell Coit quotes. Yes. Yeah, yep. but so uh, th- that's what's going to be for you. Okay. So your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get right. Point off. Uh, point to the person who say, th- is about. I say Glenn. You say Glenn. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's uh, one syllable. Yeah. I think I've got that. And Dave. Two Daves, but... Oh, yeah, I'll be da- I can be David. That's comedy. <laughs> Too many Daves. Too many Daves. I'm interested already. Yeah, cool. Question number one. I picked up at Mooseheads nightclub once when I was 18. I wonder what my life would have been like if I'd stayed with... Um, nah, can't remember their name. Dave? Dave? Uh, I heard Dave O'Neill first. Oh, you got two Daves. Oh, uh, Jess. You are correct. Yes, a point there for oh. Dave O'Neill, yes. <laughs> Where was this? Uh, it was in Canberra. I used to go down and visit because I had friends that went to uni down there. So I would have been like 18 and I went to Mooseheads. I, I was wondering where you were going to go with this because definitely in the tweet that I wrote, I said Ben or Steve. And I was like, it's either going to really cast a bit of mystery over your own sexual past or it's yes. going to be really yeah. obviously <laughs> me. Yeah, I edited out the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was but that the know, private bin? Remember that? Is it, was that a different nightclub to the private I think that bin? was a different one. Yeah. I just, all I remember about Mooseheads, because by the time I got there, I was probably a bit drunk. Mm. Um, it was upstairs, the dance floor, lots of like come on Eileen kind of vibes yeah. and then like having a real passion in the car park and going like, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't remember anything about 
him really except that he volunteered to go and meet my grandmother. I didn't even live in Canberra. Like it seems like a really odd gesture. <laughs> but I was like, that's so romantic. And, to, and then I went home and passed out. So I pretty much put this question in just because I know Dave loves a nightclub. I love a nightclub reference. Yeah. Yeah. Mooseheads is, is incredible. Is it, it, it was, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, never, I went to the private... They used to have gigs in the private bin in the 80s and the 90s, oh. which was horrific because it was just like army guys oh. heckling you and stuff. Well, yeah. I used to go because my friends in Cam- Canberra were a little bit older than me, so I started going down when I was like maybe 16 and they had fake ID for me, but it was terrible fake ID. It was like one of them was like a University of Canberra library card of her older sister, so it oh, made right. me about 23 Yeah, and I was 16 and it was a library card. And generally, Canberra was pretty loose, but I remember this one time I'd gone out to make a phone call, probably from a payphone, and then I tried to get back in, and then they were like, do you, have, do you have a thing? And I was like, I pulled out one fake ID with a certain name on it, the library card, and they looked at it, and they go, I don't think so, and they kind of pushed it back. And then I went back into my backpack, and I said, what about these? <laughs> and they were different names. <laughs> I was just a bit dr- And then they were like, well, what if we hand it over to the police that are coming down the road? And I was like, yeah. good day, sir. Yeah. And then I See walked you. and I took three rights and I was back at the club because Canberra's like a total grid. It was really handy for me when I was lost. Question two. Saltwater crocodiles, as their name suggests, are crocodiles. Uh, oh, Jess. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Jess. Go on. Oh, you got to give it away. Who, who do you think, oh, sorry. Jess? Yeah. Who do you think? I was going to say Glenn. Yes, you are yeah. correct. Yes, put there. Yeah, I hope so. Yes. Doing that. It's good. Uh, not my writing, but it's Tom Gleiser's writing, and uh, that's part of the voiceover that um, he writes so well, and I struggle to deliver on occasion. But uh, yeah, so there you go. You got it right. Well done. How long a gap did you have with, with Russell Coit? Uh, like t- over we, 10 years? Uh, yeah, I think we did the first series 02 to 04 ish, and then. Um, we did one telly movie in there, and then so what's that? Oh four to eighteen. Fourteen, 14 years. Fourteen years. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. What made you go back to it? Just missed it. Um, oh, missed gambling it. debt. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ATO <laughs> rang you up yeah. with a threat- threatening of a debt. Um, <laughs> Sounds legit. I'm going back to Coit. Talked about it on and off, you know, for, for a long time, and then um, Tom just rang me one day and said, "What do you think?" And we sort of, it's always the same. You sort of go, we'll sit down and talk about it. And if you get it, because it's a joke, it's a sketch show. Yeah. So you've got to basically, can, do we have more jokes? And then you get to a tipping point where you go, there's enough. And then um, you go mm. away and see what happens. But there was a fair amount of interest on, on YouTube with a, oh, a, yeah. newer, a newer audience yeah. that had not seen it before. So, mm. um, so yeah. So there's different ways to hit yourself in the knackers, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> great. <laughs> Like you had the this time you had the vacuum and the car wash, which that was great. That was a good one. Yeah, I love that one. one. Yeah. Well, it's but it's sad because you just go. How, you have go, we done okay. a guitar? We've done a guitar. Well, have we done a car wash? What can we do? We can squirt someone, and I will say, and I can get the vacuum cleaner on my cock. And, then we go, and before you, and then I go away, and then I read the 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 the, 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 the production sheet and going. Oh, I am going to get a vacuum cleaner on my cock. Okay, yep, yep. I just was sort of half joking when I said that. Yeah, you destroyed a few cars as well. Can I ask, there's one where you push like it was like a Volkswagen, it goes, runs down a hill. Did that go better than you had hoped? Because it looked like it kept... Exactly, exactly right. Right, okay, because it looked like it just kept going and going. Well, it looked like it had a driver in it and it didn't. And the thing about that was... Yeah, there was like a combi, wasn't it? A combi, yeah. yeah. Um, The first time we did it, it, it sort of just ran off to the left. So we thought, I've got to hit it harder. So we turned the wheels down the hill. It got up to about 80k <laughs> and went between two trees, through a fence, yeah, then right. through another couple of trees, 
through a fence. It was going towards some sheep. <laughs> if it had gone through one more fence, it was on the Hume Highway. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been yeah. just shut down the production. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Great publicity, well, though. We, yeah, <laughs> it is a, we do, it's only a small crew, so stuff does happen. Yeah. yeah. But um, we don't know. And I'm guessing something like that. you've only got one take if it if it yeah. smashes up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the intention that it would hit a tree and you know whatever happens, but it just um, kept it going. two lot, through lot, lots of trees. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly reshot it because we thought people would think there's a driver in there, <laughs> and there wasn't. All right, next question. Misread the recipe and accidentally added defecated coconut to a carrot cake. Pretty sure it'll go unnoticed. Yes. Yes, Jess. I'm going to say it's O'Neill. No, that's Dave Lawson. A point there for Mr. Yeah. Lawson. I like it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. What Love sort of food coconut? Food. Defecated. Not De- desiccated, defecated. Defecated coconut, wouldn't you? What, what is, what's defecated coconut? Oh, no, 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 desiccated would be De- after you've eaten De- it. Yeah. Desiccated. Yeah, could there be a recipe with defecated? De- desiccated coconut. It yes. was just a typo joke. Uh, no. So desiccated des- coconut is what you put in lamingtons. There's, there's oh, yeah, desiccated yeah. coconut and there's coconut flakes. Coconut Th- flakes. There's different. There's and a then difference. there's defecated coconut. Which yeah, well, is, that's obviously a joke. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like lamington. Yeah. It's like a lamington, pretty much. Yeah. I like it. That'd be fun. And they've changed the packet of desiccated coconut from the classic green packet. Almost. I know. How much? How much? We seem to buy a lot of coconut at my house. Making a lot of cakes? Is yeah, rumbles, uh, cakes, <laughs> Rumbles. Yeah. It's like such an annual thing and you just or truffles. Like, They're like truffles. Like you make it once a week. Like, you know, obviously rumble. Truffles. We're just constantly eating rumbles. There's no rum in them, actually. You could defecate a lamington. That is That's a soleil level of performance. It's true. I can't that. Next question. Let me tell you, there are many reasons why people don't stay friends with an ex, but what I've witnessed in life, if you literally, every single one of your exes that don't want Anything to do with you? The problem is you, Glenn. Yes, Glenn. Yes. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. A point for Glenn there. Yes. Do I, do I look? Do I look deep? No. Because I just, <laughs> oh, just, really? just know that. It's like an essay. I don't think. Far out. Yeah, these boys these... aren't saying it, are they? Yeah. No, they wouldn't, no, be, I wouldn't be saying that. Are you friends with any of your exes? I'm friends with all of them except for one. Yeah. Tough yeah. <laughs> But I can't believe you pulled that out. I've had some funny content, and you've gone. You've got my, <laughs> my most serious tweet of the last week, you monster. Oh, hang on. How old was that? It it's like, like a week old, it and it was in the in lieu what, of like the Ryan what, Adams. Sort do you draw of, a line oh. of what you won't share? But I don't name anyone in that, and it's it. What that what that comment is in regards to is talking about the Ryan Adams article that came out. So that makes sense to yeah. me that I'd be talking about that because you, do you know about no. Ryan singer. Adams, singer songwriter? It certainly emerged that not only did he have some like questionable text relationships with young teenage girls, but he's basically his last twenty years in the industry, he's been. Being lauded for for celebrating and pushing forward a lot of female singer songwriters, but actually he hasn't been behind the scenes. He's yeah. been really manipulative, controlling, um, destroyed a lot of careers. A lot of them have walked away from music. His ex wife spoken up. Like basically every woman that's been in contact with him has spoken up to go. This is one of the most emotionally abusive experiences of my life. And he was he did a Twitter apology that essentially said, "I'm sorry they believe that I hurt them." And I was trying to say, oh God. mate, if every single person that you have been with is saying, you've hurt me, like the problem might be you. Yeah. Like it's, it's, the odds are not great. He also started the, the apology off with saying, nobody's perfect. No, he said, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not a perfect man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, we've got that, Ryan. Yeah. We've got that. Yeah. But still, like, Glenn, don't get the wrong idea about me. I love a good time. Love a good time. <laughs> oh, not the wrong idea at all. I, I'm, I'm saying incredibly brave and, and also... The amount of stuff that comes out that, I mean, in my time, yeah. this stuff was just all underneath. Yeah. And now it's like, mm. blah, out yeah. there, yeah. and blah, by the way, you're stuffed. Yeah. Mm. You're caught. You're done. Yeah. Well, look, I, the thing is, I, the thing that I don't, God, this 
funny podcasts are taking a turn. But the thing that I don't believe in is the monster <laughs> myth. I think when you turn people into monsters when they have faults, what we do is we absolve all of our responsibilities for taking ownership. Like you can't just go, that man's a monster. You know, very few people are born monsters. Yeah. And a lot of people have very complicated, terrible things and like they just need to deal with it. And also know. in the arts, people think, oh, they're just creative. Yeah, and and so that, they and get away a, with lots of stuff. That's a bullshit like yeah. trope that we need to end, this idea that you can be awful to other people because you're really good at your art. It's yeah. like... No, we're not buying it anymore. You can act absolutely be like an amazing creative person and you don't need to live this cliched life of like, and then I drink too much and I'm abusive to my partner and I'm terrible to work with, but like, geez, what I make is amazing. I don't think that that holds water anymore. Yep. I think that's a myth that probably needs to die. Can cool. we go to something funny? Next like, immediately. Oh, no, I'm interested. <laughs> See, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm mm. find that fascinating. Oh, that's and, do th- and, and do you think that the often the, 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 the crime suits the, the punishment suits the crime? Because we're seeing people's... Career's being destroyed. Yeah, but here's the other side of that. So we're seeing... I don't know what's going to happen with Ryan Adams' career, but we've also now learnt that there's probably 20 women's careers that have been destroyed yeah. in because that time. Of, because, because of... of his behaviour. And the people in right. his band and men in his band that are like, everything that these women are saying are true, he actively worked against them. He would basically, if they weren't having sex with him, he would suddenly shut down all these options. He would have like not allowed them to record with him after all. And like, I think that... When you own your stuff, there's a path to move forward. But it, and that's in anything in life. If you own your stuff and you own your mistakes, there's a path to move forward. And if you don't accept responsibility for that, I don't think there is a way to move forward. I, 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 I think underst- you should be on that maths show. That's where I learn all my stuff about. <laughs> I, I am the one person in Australia that has not watched oh, Married at First Sight. You should be one of the advisors or counsellors. You should be one of those vanilla advisors on. Well, well they're, they're vanilla. They all I know anything. is that every time I open up a news article, it looks like satire. If it's about that show, it's yeah. like Virgin has panic attack. I'm like, what is this show that everybody's <laughs> yeah. watching? Ugh. All right, next question. I'd love to be a guest on your podcast, but I'm pretty busy these days. Sent from the seat outside Coles at Northcote Plaza where I've been sitting for three hours. Yes, Glenn. You are right. Yes, that is Dave (laughs) O'Neill. What was that in reference to? Oh, you're just obviously outside Coles at Northcote Plaza. Sitting on the freak seat, as we call it. Yeah, if he's doing something domestic, sitting on a a park bench or at Coles or... Making dinner, you know, it's There's nothing worse when I've said to someone, I can't have a meeting for your charity gig I'm doing because yeah. I'm really busy. <laughs> and then I was in the park, like eating a sausage roll, and, and, I, and this woman walked past and she goes, Dave O'Neill. I'm like, Yeah, how you going? <laughs> like thinking it's a fan. She goes, oh, I'm from that charity. <laughs> where you go. Oh. God, it's embarrassing. It's very moment. clearly in my eye count. <laughs> sausage roll. My old radio show said we were doing a live broadcast from the Northcote Plaza um, as a oh. joke. We said, Oh, we're down with the old Greek man at the Northcote Plaza yeah. outside. Michelle's come down <laughs> and people actually ring up going where are we we're here, we're here. where are oh, you no <laughs> yeah ah well well I'm champions those plazas just, just aren't um, I mean you go anywhere around Australia there's plazas like that everywhere yeah just unbelievable. like small shopping plazas yeah mm. Not, anyway Question seven. In my day, we would count down to blast off. These days, it's five, four, three, two, one. Skip ad. Uh, Dave. Dave O'Neill mm. saying Dave Lawson. Yes. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, another point there for Dave. Yeah. I remember that. Not blast off anymore. Just no. skip it. Skip there. How long to skip good the ad? Because modern life has changed a lot, and you've just summed it up <laughs> yeah, you did. beautifully I get it. with a reference to streaming television. Streaming yeah, like TV. It. Yeah. What an observation. <laughs> no one knows about blast offs anymore these days. So these we, kids yeah. always so like. kids are watching a rocket logo. Three, yeah. two, one, skip out. Yeah. yeah like, I get it. No, that's I'm good. Onto it. You just sick burned life. Yeah, that's, what, that's <laughs> what I do. That's what I do. Life burns. Next question. Who tweeted a picture of a sign saying ladders to be used by authorised people only with this caption? Hey, I'll use your fucking ladders if I want. Jess. Yes, Jess. O'Neill? Yes, you are correct. Oh. Your point there for Jess. Oh. 
That's wow. an old tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I went. Yeah. I went back. You went back. I go yeah. back. For that some. was at the back of a theater or somewhere. Yep. Yeah. It's not like you to use this rude use words. the f word and flaunt uh, authority. Yeah. Well, probably. You love the man rebel. in obeying his rules. Yeah. Yeah. Probably doing some bad gig that had been there for four hours and getting pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Just sitting backstage, like, what am I doing here? But if you'd fallen off the ladder, yeah, true. You'd be in trouble. You well, wouldn't have a case. That's that your last tweet as well. Dave O'Neill dies falling <laughs> off the ladder. As I tell my dad, who's eighty-three and still gets on a ladder, I said, "Dad, it's listed as the number three or four killer of men over sixty mm. ladders." Yeah. So you got really? the normal heart attack, stroke, and then it's ladders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, heart attack, stroke, ladders. I think it's heart attack, stroke, accident, like traffic accident, then ladders because old guys. Get up on ladders. I, I yeah. bloody get, uh, I Molly, I Molly Meldrum. Yeah, yeah. 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 did that really happen? Yeah. Every time I get on the roof, I think of Molly felt... Meldrum, and I don't want to think of Molly Meldrum. <laughs> <laughs> don't get Not on the roof, Glenn. Of, I mean, yeah. I like Molly, but I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Don't get on the roof. Yeah. Don't get on the roof. I'd love to see you up getting up a ladder on the roof. I go, this is going to be good. This isn't going to end well. Were you in Just the Molly Doc? Or not Doc? I did event TV for a long time. In excess, Doc. In excess. In excess. How's that? Who were you in excess? I was the tour manager oh, cool. uh, Gary Grant I think yeah. toured them around the world yeah yeah uh, and I, my moustache also got to go on. Bible? How's that? Oh, I remember how. I mean, you, you Definitely some shared costuming, and like the wig department was like really overworked at that period at Channel yeah. Nine, weren't they? Like I, the wig I was and all, fake hair, like fake facial hair. No, I was all natural. Oh, you, you were natural. Yeah, I was all natural in both of them. Was that the one you were this wire? My mullet. Adam's wire played something yeah, in, yeah. in the house. How's that? Uh, we were the journalists that That's broke right, the story from. From, uh, Adam Zouar, typecast again as the journalist. Yeah, yeah. typecast as the journalist. Uh, so, yeah, I was after, anything that's on after the tennis, I like to be in. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Oh. <laughs> that's such a specific uh, genre and I'm really into it. Yeah. And the best Coming TV up, film after yeah. the tennis goes to... I want to write a, 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 a mini-series, uh, like event TV, called After the Tennis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, After yeah. the Deluge. Because yeah, 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 yeah. there was that really great period in like the 90s and like maybe like to the mid-2000s where like... They were just f- like you, Channel Ten. Like I'm yeah. going to give you a month's heads up yeah. in yeah. ads because yeah. what's yeah, about yeah. to happen over three spectacular nights yeah. Yeah. is going to smash you out. And then like Sa- Samuel T- Johnson, Johnson, yeah, Samuel Johnson appears on the screen in some sort of capacity. Yeah. It'd be really great to bring that back, but it would have to be like three episodes on Netflix. What are the Hogs? Movie? Did you get looking for the Didn't, hugs? Uh, you got a good no. 70s look too, I reckon. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. 70s and 80s were big. Yeah. Now, what are they doing? Uh, no. So it's been... Uh, next thing you'll see me on is... Uh, Franny Fisher. <laughs> Modern Murder Mysteries. Oh, you know the, 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 the Channel yeah, yeah. 7 one? That's I think week. there's an episode as, a, as one of those p- red herring characters. It's like, oh. did he do it? a long time. Oh. Smoked a lot of clove cigarettes. This is the first time I've been super proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Franny Fisher I, a lot. Don't, it's a modern murder mystery. You're like a Glenn Yusuf. You were in Prisoner, not once, but <laughs> twice. Oh. Is that right? Different characters? I'm frowning because I, you remember. You were oh. definitely in Prisoner. I definitely, I was in Prisoner. Did you get a run in Stingers? Uh, I no, I know you're in Stingers. I, I was in Prisoner. I got r- rung by my agent, and I just had some dental work done, which meant I, I couldn't speak properly. So I spread, <laughs> I she goes, "Do you want? You've got like a fifty worder in, uh, in 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 Prisoner." I'm going, "Yeah, I'll take it." So I turn up on set, and I and I do the, do the character <laughs> like this, and um, no one says anything. I think I'm getting away with it, and uh, then I watch it back. Anyway, at the end of that episode, I think you can see it online. I get shot. It's the only time I've ever been shot. You've ever oh. been shot? No. Not not in the room. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great because he and it, it it kicks you back and then the blood splattered all over the window, and we all because when you're a kid, you're all everyone rehearses doing dead acting. Yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. being shot and dead, you know, it's 
That's big. That's big. And uh, anyway, so if you watch that scene back at me as the detective, note my... Uh, <laughs> and our final question for this round. This place gets more rain in 12 months than some places get in a year. Jess. Oh, yes, Jess. I think it's Glenn. It's got to be Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Another point there for Jess. It's got to yes. be Glenn. That I've was gotten... one of the first that Tom wrote in terms of how Russell Coit can get it wrong I and mean, get it right at the same. They're quite hard to do. Those. Yeah, it's great. They're, they're they're hard. They're hard because you've got to get them right, but you've got to get them wrong. Yep. And sometimes you. You, you can't make it look like you're trying to get it wrong. Yeah. It sounded right to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the rhythms are right. One of, yeah, the rhythms are right. Yeah. You've got to hit the right beats. You've got to hit it like it's right. Yeah, because yeah. there's a, a British TV show, People Like Us, which is the oh, documentary yeah, yeah. one, and they do so many of those kind of right, yeah. things, and it's just like, it's so... Because it, it just passes you by without you even realise how wrong it is in mm. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you, in reality, Tom writes them, and I read them, and I don't get a lot of them. I don't get the jokes. Yeah. So we just had Geraldine Hickey just kind of come in. Do you, do you want to come and win halfway through like you do most times? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> hey, everyone, just stopping the podcast there just to promote some shows. That's right, if you're in Brisbane, I'm coming up March 16 at Hayer Bar, 3 p.m., so it is a Saturday at 3pm, so the podcast first, followed by the stand-up show Josh Earl Talks, my brand new stand-up show, which I'm also doing in Melbourne. So I'm doing that in Melbourne March 28 to April 21, 8.15 every night apart from Mondays and 7.15 on Sundays at the Victoria Hotel. So please come along. Tickets are at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Also, while you're there, you'll see I'm doing four don't you know who I am? At the European Beer Cafe throughout the festival on Sundays, so you can get a season pass for sixty dollars, or if you just want to come, they're twenty dollars a ticket each. And I'm also doing one mega, mega big show at the Max Watts House of Music uh, for the Festival Club on April nine. Now it starts at ten thirty. They told me eleven, but then they just sent me an email just two days ago saying, "Hey, there's no show at nine thirty in that room, so you can come in early and do it earlier." So, uh, yeah, we'll do it early, so that'll be good. So you, if you're working the next day, don't worry, we'll, we'll get you home. You'll be able to get the last tram or the last train or Uber, I don't know. I don't know how you do these things. Uh, so that'll be fun. So make sure you get your tickets. Tickets to that show are at my website as well, joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Go there and, um, yeah, tickets are only $15 for that show, even though it's uh, the guests are bigger names than the other one. It's a... Uh, Festival's paying for it, so yeah, I'll, I'll keep it down. I think that's all I need to say. Support the Patreon uh, if you want. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That always helps. Share it with your friends, and let's get back to this episode. I think Jez has probably stopped talking. We'd parked her in. That was the thing. So she wanted to leave. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the ep. End of the round. The scores are Dave Lawson on one point, Great. Dave O'Neill on two points, yeah. Glenn Robbins on two points, but in the lead on three points is Jess Great. McGuire. What? Yes. I feel like this is are. a strike against patriarchy. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> right, Go, this, girl. This Go, round, token woman. This round is called We Are Family. Now, we've all got family. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good. And this round, we're going to talk about one person's family in particular. And today, we're talking about the Earl family. Awesome. So, in 1999... I was the first of the Earl sons to move out of home as I was heading off to university to do a performing arts degree. 
But what did my mum buy me before I left? Okay, was it A, a whole carton, not a box, a whole carton of condoms that she'd picked up in bulk from the supermarket she worked at? Hmm. Was it B, a white G-string? Or C, two trays of novelty penis-shaped ice trays? Now, one of these is true. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Try and get the right answer. You don't have to all guess together. Can you, can you lie in your answer? I can lie in all of them. I will oh. actually want you to Where lie. Where were you going? Uh, what uni were you going to? No, uh, University of Tasmania. I was moving to Launceston Lonnie. from Burnie. Yep. The big smoke. The Did big smoke. your mum have a good sense of humour? Yep. yep. So it could have been a joke present. Oh, well, obviously the penis... Penis trays. The penis trays. Ice trays, just a bit of fun. My mum had a little side business where she'd make novelty birthday cakes and hen's party cakes. Right. And so cool. she would do a lot of little Well, we know you've molds. got a cake background from your cake yeah. show. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. leaning towards the penis-shaped things and only because, like, is, wasn't your mum a barmaid? Cause yes, uh, but she also did a p- day job at the supermarket for Arnott's. She was an what? Arnott's rep and she'd oh. stock the shelves of the Arnott's biscuits. Well, th- I mean, then she wouldn't get cheap condoms because yeah. she'd get cheap biscuits. A whole yeah. carton. Chocolate teddy bears, I'd go. Yeah. <laughs> what's, in a car- what's in a carton of condoms these days? I don't know. I have no idea. It'd be over 100. No, it was 24 boxes. 24. And uh, how many in a box? 12 in a box. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Of oh, he knows a lot that's about it. That's a lot. She's got real high hopes for you, <laughs> yeah. didn't she? <laughs> didn't she? I think did she, she know that you're off to do a performing arts I think she just <laughs> didn't want uh, me getting someone pregnant. I think that was her biggest fear. Okay. And she wanted him to wear two at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two at a time, some on the fingers, <laughs> yeah. like, just, just stay completely safe. Do you know what they were? They thought they were balloons for your performing, yeah. for your balloon animals. Well, what, do you know, remember what brand the condoms were? Uh, Ansel condoms. The classic. No. Yeah. Yep. The classic. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's the one we're missing out in the middle? The G string. Well, why maybe that could, that could be why a performing she, thing. Why did she? Why do you think? Uh, why did you think she gave you that? Great question. We had to get a uniform. I, it had a whole bunch of things you had to buy, and it was a whole bunch of black pants, black t-shirts, black dance shoes, yeah, like those like slippers. Yeah, dancing stuff. And then yeah. it was a cup. All the all the men yeah, going yeah, in had yeah. to buy a cup, and she yeah. didn't, couldn't find a cup. I so had she, one of them in the gang show. She bought a she bought a g-string, thinking that that will be the same thing. I wore a leotard on the first night in the gang show, and then the guy said, "You could go to a dance shop tomorrow and buy a cup." What's a cup? That's a cup like a cricket box. Yeah, but it's built but for in. ballet dancers or dancers, male dancers to cover up their make their bits just um, um, more generic. Look like, like a bowl. Like Ken Kendall. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Kendall. Yeah. You so know, I had to go to a ballet shop and buy it when I was seven. Yeah, buy okay. It. I feel like I'm leaning almost more. Josh sounded very realistic when he was talking about the cup, the g-string, the, the <laughs> theatre blacks. But that's the whole thing. Let me tell you, though, g-strings in that era would be hard to get. Male G strings. Yeah, yeah, very hard again. 98, 99, that's yeah, the year we're talking about. Yeah, not, I, I know because. I yeah, how a, do you know? <laughs> I used to do a radio show <laughs> with Vic Plumer. You used to talk about G strings all the time. And a listener went, tried to buy one. So it was really. Had, she had to go to a sex shop. This might have been a bit earlier than that, though, to buy a, a G string. These days you can get G strings anywhere. But in, in the 90s and the 80s, G strings were sort of very fringe. They were not. They were not a mainstream thing. I'm wearing one now. Oh, there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> there was no sex shop in Bernie. Yeah, uh, there was a Harris scarf. I feel co- I'm leaning towards condoms. I think that. Well, we can you choose can one each. Yeah, you don't. You, yeah, you don't all have to guess together. Oh, okay. Together. Yeah. I'm going to go. I regret it, but I'm going to go penis straws. You think C? Jess thinks yeah. C. Penis straws. Glenn? You can ask more questions. The floor is not open, not closed for questions. I'm ready to lock it in. Oh, what do you uh, think? When you got to uh, uni, did you use the Objects that your mother gave you, any uh, which uh, any of them? Yes, used all of them. Okay, <laughs> all so of them. What, I used so the condoms. I used the g-string. I used the penis. I know because I've listened to this show before, and I've, I don't know whether you did, and I've heard you talk about this. There was a fair bit of action at the uni, as opposed to when I went to uni. 
Really? Oh, zero. There were. Um, I was in a performing arts. There was five five guys in my course. Whoa! But I hooked up very early on with with, with my my university girlfriend. Oh, early on for four and a half years. Campus couple. Yeah, campus couple. Uh, Okay. What do you think? I'll go cups. You think you think uh, the G string? Yeah. B for Glenn. Dave. Condoms. You I'm, think, going, I'm going A? condoms. I, I'm going to go G-string as well. The correct answer was B, white G-string. So Glenn and Dave get the point yeah. there. Yes. And you, said, didn't you, you said you were leaning towards the, yeah, the G-string. She, she I changed yeah, mind. then I changed my mind. I went for penis uh, straws. Uh, I cooked it. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. You know what? I like the competition. It's Welcome back, boys. <laughs> get get <laughs> within range but and really, let me like streak really away. It really was. We, uh, she bought this G-string for me and said, that's your cup. And I was too embarrassed to wear it on the first day. And then all the guys in the course were like, did you buy a cup? I'm like, nah, nah yeah, I, let's just not wear it and see if they say anything. And they never, ever asked if, if we were in a cup. So basically what you're saying is you inflicted your dick and balls outline on all the women <laughs> in your class. Yeah. No, I wore And we're so. waiting for a tell-all to come out about the time yeah. that Joshua wore his tight theatre I didn't blacks. wear black tights. I just wore black pants. So it was just like oh, wearing yeah. black jeans. Can you Fine. just wear underwear as well? Like, yeah. Do you have to have no undies on? No, you can just wear whatever <laughs> you wanted to. It was very... That's why the theatre's creepy. I think they just wrote yeah. it. Yeah, wear this specific underwear. They would have written it in the seventies and just never changed it. Sent it out. Did oh. you go to drama school in the seventies, Glenn? Yeah, which is bringing back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the glazed even... over look of so an arm. So did you do, yeah. do theatre and then did you do teaching after after that as well? Yeah, because that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I could only go to theatre, do the theatre degree, if I promised my parents I'd do teaching afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I and they're still upset I don't do my I don't teach. But we had to wear a leot- leotard, which was like a singlet top at the bottom, and then came out to flared black. Oh. Pants yeah, at the right. bottom. I would kill for a photo. Of what that. was that sketch <laughs> group? Incredible. Were you in that? You were in those comedy sketches. Was a fast forward with the, the theatre trip. That's where it came from. What's it called? Whizbang. No, Whizbang Theatre Company. Whizbang. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they yeah. go to like shopping centre. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. legs akimbo and League of Gentlemen. Yeah. 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 At the end of the round, the scores are Dave Lawson still on one point. Fine. Oh, what? Jess McGuire on Fun. three points. Dave O'Neill on three points, and yeah. also on three points, it's Glad Robbins. Yes. Anyone's Good. game. Fun. All right. This Fun round. To participate, mm. isn't it? Okay. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. Okay. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind they want you to get it wrong, so, so they get I your point. So we have to lie if it's us. Or, no. or tell or, the truth. Or tell the truth. Okay. My, right. my tip is answer it all as if it oh, really okay. happened yeah, yeah, and yeah, let yeah, them yeah. decide yeah, if okay. you're telling the truth wow. or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So to Jess, once filming for Channel 7, Glenn, dressed as Santa Claus, was doing a bit for camera where the joke was... He was yelling at some nearby kids who were making noise. After the producers yelled cut, Glenn thought it'd be funny to continue yelling at the kids and he got up and actually spat on them. <laughs> As a joke, just for the people in the room. Unbeknownst to Glenn though, they were still rolling and that night, today tonight, aired the footage and the station got inundated with complaints about Santa Claus spitting on kids. You can ask him as many questions as you want. There's <laughs> lots in that to unpack. There, there is a lot to unpack. Um, so Glenn, when, when did this happen? Would have been back probably in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. No, the comedy company in 88, 89. Then I went to 7, started doing fast forwarders around that. It would be early 90s. And was it fast forward that you were filming as Santa? or No, it was advertising a show, The Clam Bake, which we used to do at the Palais. <laughs> and they asked me to do Santa to advertise The Clam Bake. And it just got out of hand. I just was, it's, a, it's a joke that, I, as you said... You thought they'd stop rolling and then I spat on the kids. So if it hadn't been filmed, it would have been okay to spit on the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there were no kids there. Oh, so it was just pretending. Look yeah, out the it window. was out the window. 
the kids were making noise outside the window. Oh. Be quiet, be quiet. That's me doing my sound. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, I'll just open the window. Be quiet, be quiet. They were yelling, yelling, yelling. Yeah. I, I can't remember how it fit into the sketch. Anyway, anyway, come to the show tonight. I'll just go fix this up. I told you to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> And today, I'm tonight, laughing. grabbed onto it. Well, why would you not edit at that point? Why <laughs> yeah. would you put that funny. to air? <laughs> yeah. But it also, like, it vaguely makes sense because, like, in the early 90s, people were innocent of showbiz. We didn't understand what was real and what wasn't real. If it was on camera, it felt very real. Yeah. So I'm sure that if they saw that, they probably thought you were spitting on children. Like, the concept, yeah, I don't know. So what do you think? Yeah or nah? It's very convincing, but that could really be the 1970s drama school talking. <laughs> mm. But I'm, I'm going to go with it. I think that, Glenn Robbins, I think you are the type to spit on children for lols. You are correct. Yes, a point yes. there for Jess McGuire. Yes. You, you, you did that in terms of them, the type to it, rather than <laughs> a good anecdote. Now you're a sicko. But is it true that you, because you didn't watch the show, you only found out because you saw... Yeah, well, it was a Christmas party yeah. that night. And I'm standing there, and then the general manager came in of and what? stood in the of Channel Seven, of Channel 7 oh. and he and he stood there and he just holding his head, going, "Jeez." Oh, oh. And someone came out and goes, "You're you're right there." And he goes, "I just put sandals to wear, uh, spitting on kids, and the switchboard's just gone crazy." <laughs> and I'm standing there, <laughs> just going, spitting on kids. <laughs> Yes, I'll just get my coat. Uh, so I then go, luckily I was dressed as Santa, so he didn't know who I was. And I just did that thing where suddenly you're at the other end, uh, oh God, admiring yeah. the plant. Uh, who know. was? Who was? Who played <laughs> yeah. Santa? Who, by the way, who bloody did that? All right, so to Glenn. Now, Dave Lawson, in grade six, dressed up as a Playboy bunny for his school's book week. Yeah or no? Oh, why are you looking at me like but that? When you say Playboy bunny, that means he's dressed up as a girl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, just... Uh, you yeah, put on fishnets. And what did you, fishnets? What else? Uh, Bunny ears, a tail. Oh no, ears, little uh, fluffy tail, and a bit of uh, mascara. What did you do for uh, t- tennis balls? There was just some tennis balls. <laughs> um, Were you a fan of Hugh Hefner's work? Well, I wanted to go as Hugh Hefner because I really wanted to shake things up for Book Week. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to go as Hugh Hefner, and I called my friend Travis and said, "I'm going as Hugh Hefner. Will you go as a bunny?" And then he said, oh, yeah, that sounds funny. And he called back and said, Dad said, there's no way I'm coming as the bunny. So I said, fine, I'll go the bunny. You can go <laughs> Hugh Hefner. And did he turn up in the, in the dressing gown? and the Yeah. Pipe. Cool. And then another friend called and said, I've got nothing to go as. And I said, have you got a camera? You can come as a photographer. <laughs> and who was oh, this for it. primary school? Primary school, yeah, grade six. So you're this is for your, your, your yeah, at that so, age? Yeah, I was 12 or 11 or 12. You had book week. Well, you know, yeah, we had, no, no, no. Yeah. I know school. that Book Week exists, but I think it's a relatively modern thing for like people to dress up their kids, and occasionally you find out who thinks it's okay to paint their kids up in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, well, I don't know are, how this would go now. Like, probably not I'd be, well. I'd be fine, but then there was no cameras. Like, it wasn't wasn't put up on the internet straight away. Mm. Um, how old are you? Yeah. It was twelve, I suppose. Grade six is like twelve. Yeah. So that would have been the eighties. Eighties would have been eighty nine. Yeah. Where did you get the outfit from? Uh, my sister just had like a. It was just a black. How old is your sister with the fishnet stockings? <laughs> your <laughs> sister Jodie Foster from Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> she was two years younger. Oh my God, she was ten. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. I don't know where Mom. they came from. Mom, yeah. Perhaps. Um, so I'm going to say no pubic hair. On me? Yeah. 
No, nah, there might have been one or two, but I'm not sure about well, that. Well, yeah. therefore, you were okay to wear something that tight down there. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I wasn't, but there, was no, I wasn't, there was no bushes coming out the side. It wasn't and, there so, were, and, and everything's, <laughs> given that those, the bottoms are quite... Yeah, uh, probably fine. I, don't, I didn't do any taping or anything like that. It was, okay. you know, it was just like wearing Speedos. Right. So there was no problem. And also, the vice principal used to run the book week. So people would come as Mr. Man. I think the year before, I might have gone as the Twits from Roald yep. Dahl's book. Oh, I love it. And it was uh, pre-Harry Potter, wasn't it? Pre-Harry Potter, days, yeah. It's Every all just a sea of <laughs> Harry so Potter and the Hermione. Twits, there was always a lot of uh, Where's Wally? There'd always be yeah, a think of, of Where's Wally? That sort of thing. So this year I went, I just I want to, I want something that's going yeah, to be different. Great idea. What, what book had you recently read with the Playboy Bunny <laughs> yeah. in it? I don't know. I just thought, what, what's going to be something? Funny. Playboy counts. Well, well I, I, I did know Playboy magazine. I did know it existed. I mean, it was, yeah, I was, you know, 12. Yeah. Well, Dad, Dad had it in the wardrobe. Yeah, and it's not like, it's not, not like it, the internet. Who's doing yeah. it? So this is you. Do you think this is oh, true or false? Um, yes or no? Uh, I, I'm... I'm I was looking him in the eye. I was trying to be a CSI, you know, watching for the movement of the eye, and it was pretty solid. I'm going to say it's true. You are correct. A point there for Glenn Roberts. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And how yeah. was it received? And have you got photos? I do, yeah. I've got one on me too. Yeah, we'll post it after this. How was it received? Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. long shot. Uh, my mum would have taken it, and we're up on the stage with Hugh Hefner, and I'm the bunny. How was it received? I, t- I don't know. I thought it was great. Nowadays, people, they'd shut, shut it down. Yeah. That it? would have been shut down. Yeah. I, I, th- I think so, but it wasn't... It w- no one, I don't think, was offended by it at the time. A few parents... There is one photo which I don't have on my phone, but the parent, the, the mum in the back is like, what the yeah. hell? What is going there on? There would here? have been a few jokes of I bet dad reads to him at night then. That's the kind yeah, of Yeah, where'd yeah. this come from? And I think the 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 vice principal ran it and he, he was his name was Neil Roberts and he's a Brownlow medalist for St Kilda Football Club. Mm. So he was like, All right, what's going on here? Yeah, what have you come this. as? Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but Travis, yeah, no, he, he did a good Hugh Hefner, but I think originally it was just me going as Hugh Hefner just for a bit of fun and then it just Spiraled. Spiraled. Yeah. It was great. It was great though. All right, now to Dave Lawson. Dave O'Neill auditioned for the role of Brant Webb in the Beaconsfield Mind Telly movie. In the audition, the director asked Dave to improvise a scene where rocks are falling. Maybe don't say it's true. (laughs) (laughs) What? Now, Dave. I don't get this game. I never get this game. (laughs) Dave, in the audition, (laughs) said, as he was improvising, rocks were falling. He said, It's okay, mate. We're going to survive. I saw it on sunrise. <laughs> Needless to say, you know, you know I mean? Dave did not get the part. <laughs> That's yeah, Devin. You, you, you well, want to be conchy. You want to be conchy. I want to fight. I want to. I mean, I. I hope you did say that, and I hope that all happened. But let's just find out. Um, it was the audition was in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah Had anyone else been cast in the role yet? Was Lockie Hume involved in it at no, this stage? No, no. It was just a director who's quite. He just directed. I noticed the cry. It's Ginton. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, oh no. Um, what's his name? Is it Guy and Granley? I don't know. No, no. No. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, anyway, whatever. He's a. He's become a bit of a famous director. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, were, were the rocks? How did you, did you mine? Glenn the rocks? and Ivan. Glenn and Ivan. That's it. Uh, there, there were no rocks. We had to mine the rock. I had to lie on the ground. I'm not good at lying on the ground. <laughs> were you no. with someone else auditioning as no, well? No, no. Oh, just no. on your own. Just, just the director and the casting person who was just yelling out the, 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 the lines. But there was a lot of, um, there was a script. There was a lot of improvisation. I remember I went to the IGA and bought a flannelette shirt, <laughs> which I still have. And it all, you know how it all started because um, Tony Martin had this Twitter campaign that. Me and Mick Malloy should play those oh, yeah. characters. 
And so I don't, I don't know if they... Because I never get... I never do auditions. Um, very rarely do about one a year. So Wait, when, it's unusual. When did they make this film? Oh, it was five, five mm. years ago. Mm. Probably five years ago. Um, did you see anyone else in the audition? Did no, you remember? No, because who got the part eventually? Was, Shane Jacobson? Yeah, yeah Shane Jacobson. Oh, Shane Jacobson and Lockie Hume, was it? Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. That was yeah. Event TV. Yeah. That was Event talking, TV. That's, that's Event TV. I wanted that's, to be part of it. Yeah. Um, I was saying before we the last time I saw you was at an audition. Yeah, the one audition I did last year, which was for I reckon it was almost to the point where it's like out of me and another guy, and neither of us got it. Yeah. <laughs> you were the other guy, and neither <laughs> of us got it. There was the other other guy who got it. Um, yeah. Well, I definitely, I think this is true, but basically because you said yeah, yeah, you gotta say, you gotta say yeah. Too. You are correct. Yeah, yes, I, was I mean, yes, I would cast you as well. I'd go, Dave let's get Dave O'Neill in for, to have a read of this part as well. If I was casting agent, I'd definitely get So how So quick, how quick after... No, you're too old. Uh, how quick after... Mine is are old. No, I, th- I thought you... Oh, Mark, get it. You're joking. How <laughs> long after you saying, I saw it on Sunrise, did they say, yeah, yeah, yeah stop no, it? about two minutes later. <laughs> anyway, I think we've got enough. Have we? We've got enough. We've got enough. All right, thank you, David. I, I had to do an fine. audition once where they said, oh, you're at a party and you're having fun. And so I was just standing there kind of talk, like pretending to talk. And they're like, oh, you're at a party. I'm like, yeah, but this is what I'd do at a party. I'd stand and just talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? And so, to yeah, move. they want a bit of dance and all that kind of stuff. I was like, all right, just give it to someone else. Okay, so, so Dave did you, did you get that point? Did you mark that point? Yeah, down? you got a point. Okay. Yep, Dave Lawson on, on Do you audition now. Sil Glenn or...? Offer only. Oh, sometimes. Uh, for when like you know, Nicholas Cage is coming to town and they're doing a big feature, they will sometimes waste your time mm. and get you to. Have you found that? <laughs> what for? You in Ghost Rider or was it something? Was it? Yeah. Did you, you, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, you know, learned the lines there, and then they said, "Look, I've got to be honest. We're, we're actually thinking of somebody else. We just got you to do this because." We're going, <laughs> <"Hello."> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Three yeah. Days. Yeah, so um, oh, I rang Nicholas and I said, mate, jam your film up your ass." <laughs> <laughs> so to Dave O'Neill. Now, Jess recently got kicked out of Peter Monty's supermarket because she was removing the lids of the dips to read the facts underneath. The worker who caught her was in way over his head and just said, just leave now before we both get in trouble. Yeah <laughs> or nah? Wow. I mean, Peter Monty's a very famous supermarket in the inner north mm. where my friends got some... Anchovies, and they were 10 years out of date. <laughs> um, That's not why I was taking the lids off. This was actually prep for the debut stand up. Because oh. a few days, like, so I did the stand up on, when did I do it? What day was Tuesday it? Tuesday night. Tuesday night. So on the weekend, I went to Peter Monty's because a friend of mine, so there's a company called Chris's Dips. Yeah, I love Chris's Dips. Right? Yeah. So Chris's Dips has a new marketing idea, right? And presumably they're thinking, how brilliant. People sit around dips, they want conversation starters. Like Let's a do trivia. It. No, it's not. Let me finish. It's not trivia. It's called Dip Deeper is the series. And when you take off the lid and it gets the protective foil, they've put a question on that's presumably a real like conversation mm. starter as you're about to peel off the lid to your three olive dip. So I don't know what one, two or three were, what they went with. I'm presuming like, you know, what's a great, I don't know, whatever it was. But by, by the time they get to question number four, this is what they'd devolved to. Four. When was the last time you feared for your life? <laughs> That is... I will show you a photo. It's real. How are they going to answer that when you rip the thing off? Do you know what I mean? So I was... What got stuck in my head... Because 20 years old. Yeah, but what got stuck <laughs> in my head... First of all, I went to the LinkedIn profile of the marketing manager just to see how she was doing because it seemed like a cry for help. But then I was like, 
what else is on their dip lids? But I don't have the kind of budget to like buy 20 dips. So I had to go into Peter Monty's and I was going to take photos of like all the funny dip conversations. Oh, so I was in the dip yeah. section taking, taking the all the lids off. Yeah, I'm but you're not removing. taking the foil yeah. off. I wasn't, but it looked super sus, like the kind of grainy security yeah, yeah, footage yeah, yeah. that would be like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. an outbreak, a scare <laughs> at the moment as a deranged 37-year-old woman was spotted at a tampering local supermarket with tampering with dips. <laughs> Yeah, when in actual fact, I was just looking for more like, you know, what, what you do you find? think the worst genocide is? Like, just really great party starters. <laughs> what did you find? What else did you find? Well, I found like number 84 was like, who was, who was the last friend you made and how? And I was like, how did you get number four? When was the last time that you feared for your life? But it took you to 84 to get to, hey, who's a great <laughs> new friend you've met? How many numbers, how many numbers have I you got? got? 84 was the, was the oldest number that I got to. I nearly bought home a hummus that didn't have one and I was outraged because I o- I'm mm. only now interested in dips yeah, with horrendous party hum- things. I bought hummus yesterday and I didn't have yeah. one from Chris's. That's why you got to open the lid at the yeah. shops until the, the, <laughs> until the shopping Gold assistant stock. comes over and warns you about that. Anyway, this is true. This is so true. You think it's true? It is. No, not true. Oh. Point oh. the Well, you guys enjoy your auditions for the telly because <laughs> I just smoked you. <laughs> There was no guy who caught her. Was that a performance? That was really good. Wow. I I was saying, seriously, play the game properly because there's there's way too much information here. Oh, wow. This is how we do it. So, I'm interested. (laughs) The dips are true. The dips are true. And dips are true. Do you have a photo of it or did you just make that up? No, no, the dips are true. Did you really do it for your stand-up? I really did do it for my stand-up. So, it was funny. You're there was a lot of truth. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You're not doing stand-up. You're not doing stand-up again because I'll just steal you that. You take bit. that bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 the only thing I have in my tight five, you'll see, you'll see. and it's not even that tight. Well, so. while Jess is getting the photo, I'll read the scores. The scores are in that round. Dave Lawson on two points. Right. Dave O'Neill on three points. Glenn Robbins on four points. But now we have an outright winner or outright leader, I should say, Jess McGuire on five points. Yeah. Well, have a look. She deserves to. to yeah. To, uh, what is it? That's hilarious. When was the last time you feared for your life? Well, if you were a bit. Down and you went out to get some food to make yourself yeah. feel better. Show me. Then you saw that. You could say you, that's a trigger. That was <laughs> yeah. a trigger point. Well, yeah. the, the marketing manager at the end of her LinkedIn profile just says "loves life," yeah. <laughs> which I'm imagining like she's had some time to value it as she's sat there thinking of all the times she nearly lost it. But, but it is true that I did go to Peter Monty's, and it's also true that I was found in the dip section. But no, the staff didn't find me. Yeah. I just had sure. like I'm gone there. Meet the people who use that stuff because otherwise the standing mm. round. Got the dips, but nobody's saying anything. <laughs> Not saying anything. Hey, think, Glenn. Think. Think of a question. I can't think of a question. Oh, my God. Look, there's a question inside. <laughs> when was the last time you saw yeah. your life? When your dad travelled for work, was he really <laughs> having affairs? <laughs> like, just really, like, shocking no, no, things. No, 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 this All right. This is our final round. It's called Who, 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 Who. In this round, Ooh. I'll read out a bunch Ooh. of questions about Ooh. everyone in the room. And if you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get right. Yeah. You get a point off if you get wrong. Every right. round, you can lose points. Oh, this is going to change everything. Question one. Who once did yoga with Sting? Dave. Yes. I heard oh. Dave Lawson first. Yeah. Glenn. Yes, you are correct. Yes, yes, a point there for Dave Lawson. Actually, Sting did yoga with me. <laughs> <laughs> Does it start yoga and end tantric? Oh, yeah. Do you know what the full story is? a very long can story. Can you do a little abridged version there? I was staying at a hotel up in Sydney. This guy walks out with his friend and I was eating breakfast and uh, <laughs> and I had a big breakfast and he starts doing yoga and he's really good. And I looked at him and I think that's that sting. So I said, that's that, that sting nice. guy. That's the, you're, you're that singer guy, aren't you? <laughs> and um, then he started doing it and he goes, well, when you're finished, why don't you uh, get that? I'm doing sting now. <laughs> so is sting doing yoga at a cafe? 
No, at the top of a hotel, where the, yeah, uh, near the, next to the pool. Okay, 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 that and, makes more sense. And I said, yes, anyway, I'll have to stand up to do this. He um, did a move where he put his hands on his knees and he made his stomach wave. Oh, yeah. It's a thing for your digestion. <laughs> wow. If you've done yoga then, yoga, then you'll know what I'm talking about. So anyway, why I did this, anyway, I didn't have the gear on to do yoga. He said, why don't you join us after your breakfast? Hello. And then so I went, oh, we'll just do it my underpants. So I pulled my jeans off and I just <laughs> had a T-shirt on. And then he, um, he, uh, we started doing all the moves. And I'm going, I'm trying to impress Sting. I'm going, he's, he's doing yeah. pretty well. And um, then he does the bit. So see if you can do the stomach wave. So I get down on my haunches <laughs> like that. I try to do the stomach wave. Sting comes over, gets down on his hands and knees and lifts up my T-shirt... <laughs> <laughs> At that point, the concierge came around the corner and went, okay, I'll just leave you, leave you guys. To, I've just seen Sting giving Uncle Arthur a blowjob up on the... Uh, up on the, uh, and, up on the uh, rooftop. And I've yeah. never spoken to him since. But anyway, Sting, if you're listening, and I know he does love yeah, this yeah. show, um, <laughs> do you remember that day? You probably don't. And the story that gets out is you spitting on the kids. That yeah. would have been a much bigger story to get out. Next question. Who recently took part in a sleep study? Who did a sleep study Jess. recently? Yes, Jess. Say Dave O'Neill. You are correct. Oh, yes, yeah. it was Dave O'Neill. Yes, my sleep study. Did you pass? No, I haven't got the results yet, but it, they tick, stick over 20 electrodes on you and a thing up your nose. And they expect you to sleep Ex- naturally. So the guy just goes, now go to sleep. They got to one in the morning and I tried everything to go to sleep. And he just wanders in. He's like a uni student. What's he goes, everything? Yeah, did you try yeah, everything? Exactly. <laughs> oh, this is the thing. He goes, you can't, he goes, you're not really sleeping, are you? And I go, can you tell by the intros? He goes, no, I've been watching you on the camera. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I want a copy of that tape. <laughs> All right, next question. Who here has discovered that they love Latin hip hop? Who's a recent... Oh, Dave. Yes, Dave. Yes. yes, you are correct. Yes, it was uh, Jess Hang McGuire. On. Latin, Latin mm-hmm. hip hop. What, like r- reggaeton? Yep, it's basically like hip hop in a language. You. I do not believe you <laughs> because in a language that liar. I've got. I'll, I'll, I've, it's literally ready to play at any point. This is Latin hip hop. What I really like about it is that it's all listed as explicit, but I wouldn't know. Wait, come on. Just, just be Latin. <laughs> She's just getting I up like the bass. Mm, 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 mm. Come on, all right. her name's Marla Rodriguez. That's another. Okay. I, I now have to. I like it. I yeah, yeah, right. It's got a real vibe. It's really good for me as a white woman because I don't know what's so going what, on, and I'm like. So what do you? How do you? Just don't play more than thirty seconds, otherwise I have to pay for it. That's good. Yeah. And can you can you get that on Spotify or? Not that one song, but there's other things. So then I basically said that I liked Latin hip hop, and then all these like really great Latin hip hop aficionados on Twitter were like, "Why don't you check out this this group, La uh, Excepción?" And I really like them. And again, every song has explicit written on it. I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, it's just a real real tune. Sure you can put that into some sort of streaming service. Yeah, that, yeah. that La, La Excepción is on um on Spotify. Yeah, they're all on there. And then you can go like make me a radio. Based on this, and then I just spend the whole okay. day kind of like. Oh, yeah, mm. that makes me feel good. good yeah, doesn't it? Mm. Well, you want to go on a road trip, don't you? Just like, yeah. let's yeah. go mess some stuff up. This yeah. is fun. All right, next question. Who here has punched Michael Bublé in the head? Oh, whoa. Jess. Yes, Jess. I'm wondering if Lawson was acting, <laughs> then I'm going to go Dave Lawson. No, it was Glenn Rollins. Oh, what? Punch Bublé. Oh, Catherine Kim. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. 
No, there was a scene where um, Buble is flirting with Kath on stage because oh, we were no. backing, we were oh, dancers. Right. <laughs> I don't know how we, this <laughs> happened, but we were dancing behind Michael Buble uh, and he was flirting with her and then I grab him and try to drag him away and then I get to the side of the stage and I think, well, what do I do now? And I, he didn't know, so I just, I hit him. Well, I, <laughs> Pretend. I pretended to hit him. You acted. And he, if you watch it back, he takes it really well and goes down beautifully and um, so, yeah, it was an the improvised punch he's in the a, head. He seems like a nice guy, isn't he? He's He'd a lovely guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. All right, next question. Speaking hit. of uh, big-name celebrities, who here once served the Go-Go Mobile guy and his wife? Oh, Dave. Yes, uh, Dave. Uh, David? Yes, you are right. It's Dave Lawson. Oh, point there for yeah, Dave and you feel tempted to say... Coles. Gio. <laughs> Coles in the 90s. You know, have you, you, you know the ad? G yeah, or G. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. but you didn't... So did you serve him as an actor or did you serve him as a checkout? As a checkout. Yeah, great. Person. Me too. I served um, the freak on Prisoner. I'll let him oh. be. I don't... All right. I mean, I guess the GG or GG or... I served Norman Yem from... Sullivan. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've, you've picked the wrong generation so, to impress. Have you seen the series Seven Up? Yes. Yes. Do you know Tony who drives the cab? Yeah. Is that the one who wanted to be a jockey as a kid? Yes. Be jockey, yeah. be he picked him up and drove me around London. Oh, oh that's great. Oh, yeah, don't crash his story, Jess, <laughs> says Glenn, before like completely smashing it. Uh, I also oh, served, play the card at the I also time. served uh, Alyssa Campbell. Is she that aerial skier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, won a gold medal. Incredible. Yeah. Or silver. Or yeah, Coles and Sandringham. That was yeah. the place to go. Well, the... The freak had her shopping list written on the back of a photocopy of Who? a review of her own theatre show. Who did? And she left it. Um, <laughs> Maggie Fitzpat Fitzpatrick? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She came through the thing. She wanted a carton of cigarettes and some like – and other healthy foods, mm. but then a carton of cigarettes. And then she left her shopping list behind and it was written – on the back of a photocopy of a review of her theatre show. Oh, really? A review? I think it was an all right review, but it was like... Yeah. It was. It definitely felt complicated. I don't know why it got left yeah. with me. Next question. Who here fell through a ceiling last year? Who went straight through a ceiling? Oh, Jess? Yes, Jess. Yeah. I'm actually going to go Lawson. Yeah, you are correct. Yes, it was. Mm. Yeah. Put yeah, it Jess. I, um, my girlfriend said she wanted to put some cup hooks up in the ceiling and I was doing some stuff at the time, some handyman stuff, and I said, don't worry... Don't worry, little lady, I'll come around there and I'll help you. And I was having knocking on the to find the joists, but I couldn't find it. So I said, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get up in the ceiling um, just to find the joist. And I found them and I slipped. <clears throat> Came straight through into the lounge room. And landed on? The, uh, um, well, the joist... This, I'm not making this up, this is real true. I uh, landed on the joist and then I landed on the floor. Oh, painful? Yeah, only on my arms because you fell because they caught my weight. Like I didn't dislocate my shoulders or oh. put a nail through it, but I'll. Um, and did you? The first thing, did you apologise or was it? No, I was like, you're actually hurt. Oh yeah, I was shocked because yeah. you know you're not expecting that to. I'm not happen. shocked hearing this story. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing you. I've heard enough handyman stories from Dave Wilson <laughs> uh, over yeah, the last eight I, years to go. He's a hundred percent the man the, that fell through the. But roof. the thing is, I said I'll get up there in the ceiling because we don't want to. Um, I said we, we don't want to fuck up the plaster, so I'll get up there to find the joist. But I'd sent it to you, didn't and I? You yeah. fucked up the plaster. I'll, I'll, yeah. show, I'll shut up. Oh, there we, we go. We've got to move on. But Jess has got to leave. <laughs> I've got oh, some stuff going on. That's incredible. Good fun. All right, next question. Where you got to go? Next question. Who here once had an audience member have a heart attack while they were performing? Yes, Glenn. Glenn Dave. Yes, you are correct. Yes, a point there for Glenn. Yes. Oh, did well, they? Performing, <laughs> you were... 
you were presenting for the when you worked at the Red Cross. No, who did you work for? Red oh, Cross. Oh yeah, the Red Cross. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So give me a talk. Give me a talk. Yeah, we performing. <laughs> and then Ollie had a heart attack. Yeah. 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 All right. Who here is on record as saying they would rather get a fine from the council than pick up after their dog? Oh. Yes, Glenn. No, that was you, oh. Glenn. You're ah. uh, point off. <laughs> That's an M Night Shyamalan twist. You are. You do have a dog, though. Yeah, you're looking after. I think. Where did you get that from? Oh, some Podcast. some interview you did. What did I say? You said you'd rather get the fine <laughs> than pick up after your dog. <laughs> that is the best. Because you're like, I don't know where to put it. Where do you put it? You're just walking around with a, a turd in your pocket. Is like, this like yeah. dated back you to like 1990? Probably an old panel <laughs> thing yeah. I yeah. found on YouTube. Wow. I, okay. No, you're exactly right. I go deep. <laughs> and there you go. Our final question for the game. Whose Wikipedia page has an incorrect number for the amount of kids they have? They no, have yes, Glenn. That is, that is right, yes. That is Dave O'Neill. What's it say? Do you want to know? Yeah, how many does it say I have? It says you have two. Oh, I've got three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. I just have yeah. a red hovering line of potential that says, oh, like, Wiki- one day, Jess, one what's, day. What's scary is you had... <laughs> <laughs> There's the ones that other people don't know about. Yeah, they don't count those. Or at the end of the game, the scores are Dave Lawson on three points, Great. Glenn Robbins on five points, oh. Dave O'Neill on five points, but mm. our winner on six points is Jess oh, Maguire. Yeah. She's done it. She's bloody done it. Oh, it feels great. Oh, it feels great, guys. That was really I don't believe a word you said. Incredible. You know what? Like, I feel like you guys have talked so much about auditions, and yet you're not lying when you do them. So why can't I just be a really great actor? Why can't I be the greatest actor you've you ever seen? Be a criminal. Yeah. Okay, all that. Okay, let's <laughs> escalate it straight yeah. to crime. Because yeah. you win, Jess, you get to plug whatever you want to plug. Oh, mate, I've got nothing on. Just follow Jess on Instagram and, 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 Twitter. Uh, and Twitter. You're really good. Twitter.com slash Jess Maguire, where don't let Josh's selection before me. I go deep, Glenn. I will talk about the patriarchy and I will talk about those things. I don't mm. really. The I don't really. Mostly I talk about nonsense. The video of those two men on your street not backing back. Oh, I great. had to negotiate when there yeah. was like a tense standoff between two fellas. I'm not your mum, she says. Isn't that what you yeah. said? Well, he said? Where's this? Where do you do this? I, on Twitter. Just on Twitter. in life. She does it in life. But the two guys, when like there was a standoff and then he, this, like, he, the man was 60 and he says, you tell him to move. And I said, I'm not telling anyone to move. I'm not your mum. You're two grown men. Like yeah. one of you back into a driveway, you morons. Super fun. Great. Who, ga- who caved? No one. I left them there at a standoff <laughs> blocking traffic that was in proper Brunswick. Si- that was a Seinfeld episode, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Now, Dave and Glenn, you have a podcast yes, together. Somehow yes. related. Oh, yes. So for the people listening should have a listen and it's a great what? podcast. Explain how the podcast works. Well, we get two subjects that don't appear to be related. The first one we ever did was uh, Nazis and Fanta. Mm-hmm. Then we discuss both those things and then we are given the answer by Sam O. Electronic We have an assistant who is um, Sam, the, the great. audio Guy, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, yeah, we come to the conclusion. So, not only did you get information, you get entertainment. What's it called? Something somehow nothing. related. Somehow related. Somehow great. related yeah. great. I love that. Dave too. and I are on board. We plan on ripping it off ourselves yeah. in our future <laughs> podcast. <laughs> How's this link? We call it. It's, that's what I'd like to plug Isn't right now. Coming Dave, soon. you also have the debrief. Oh, the debrief. Yeah. So that's when I drive home with a comic in the car. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, lots of them out there. Sure. Cool. And Dave, you have Dave Shed at the Comedy Festival. Yeah, oh, yeah. going live on oh, stage for the first time ever, taken out of the shed, no cameras, unbroadcastable, on the 5th and 6th and 12th and 13th at the Melbourne Town Hall, the Cloak Room. Work? It's just, I, I have a tonight show in my shed. Nice. shed, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm taking, it's just a desk. Can I've I got a music drink. Because I'm not doing that well. <laughs> what do you mean on the door? I just like, can't, I can't afford a ticket, but if you could just put, put me on the I'll buy you one. Thanks, Dave. Um, Good mate. Um, so yeah, so first we'll try it. Uh, we've got so we've got a few guests guests on board, you know, but we'll work it out. 
Great. First time at the comedy festival. I'm really excited. I like going to watch comedy, but. Yeah, you have you tools? Huh? Dave and Glenn. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll plug the show. We'll plug the show. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Oh, also, well, I will talk about this. And if you're in Brisbane, listen to this. I'm coming up on March 16, so make sure you get a ticket 3, 3 p.m. at Hayyah Bar doing the podcast and then followed by the Josh L Talks, a brand new show, and then the Comedy Festival kicks off. Go to joshl.com.au slash gigs for all the ticket details. Thanks, everyone, for playing. Until next time, bye. Bye. G'day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.